بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم In this introduction concerning the topic of marriage we're going to focus on the importance of marriage and its rank or status marriage has its great uh, importance in the life of the individuals not only that but in the life of uh, people and nations and Islam directed to the greatness of the matter of marriage and highlighted this importance and its effect in many places in the Quran and in the authentic Sunnah of the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Regarding this first we know that marriage is the base for a creature's existence and this covers man and also other creation Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala stated in Surah Al-Dhariyat, chapter 51-49 وَمِنْ كُلِّ شَيْءٍ خَلَقْنَا زَوْجَيْنِ لَعَلَّكُمْ تَذَكَّرُونَ And of everything we have created pairs that you may remember that you may remember the grace of Allah meaning and in Surah Yasin 36, 36, 36 verse 36 Glory be to Allah to him who has created all the pairs all repairs of that which the earth produces as well as of their own in humankind male and female and of that which they know not in our times there is a great deal of information about the created pairs that this exist in creatures to the level even of the amoeba single cell creature organism amplifies 
by way of division. And so, day after day we are knowing more and more about the sexual pairs in the creation. The second thing is that marriage is an ayah, is a sign from the signs of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in His creation. And in this regard, Allah the Most High says in Surah al Rum, chapter 30, Verse 21 And among his signs is this That he created for you wives from among yourselves That you may find repose in them And he has put between you affection and mercy and verily in that are indeed signs for a people who <coughs> reflect. The third matter is that through marriage mankind reproduce an increase in number And their life on the face of the earth extends. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala stated in Surah An-Nisa, chapter 4, verse 1, Ya ayyuhal nasu taqu rabbakum, alladhi khalaqakum min nafsin wahidatin, wa khalaqa minha zawjaha, wa batha minhuma rijalan kathiran wa nisaa. O mankind, be dutiful to your Lord who created you from a single person, Adam. And from him he created his wife, and from them both he created many men and women. And fear Allah through whom, through whom you demand your mutual rights. And in Surah Al-Nahl, chapter 16, verse 72, قال الله تعالى وَاللَّهُ جَعَلَ لَكُمْ مِنْ أَنفُسِكُمْ أَزْوَاجًا وَجَعَلَ لَكُمْ مِنْ أَزْوَاجِكُمْ بَنِينَ وَحَفَدًا And Allah has made for you wives of your own kind and He has made for you from your wives sons and grants and grandsons and has bestowed on you good provision. <coughs> and marriage is the ideal way to have righteous offspring and mankind in the past and at present like to have an extension in their offspring after they die and this is a natural inclination upon which they are created add to that that marriage attaches families together 
and increases and strengthens the ties of love in the human societies. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala stated in Surah Al-Furqan, chapter 25, verse 54, And it is He, Allah, who has created man from water and has appointed for him kindred by blood and kindred by marriage. That's the point of evidence. And your Lord is ever all powerful to do what He wills. In marriage there is increase in the number of the Ummah and preservation from annihilation and humiliation. And that's why you see that many scholars in their books that they authored, they put uh, in order the rulings concerning marriage before the rulings concerning jihad that is because even though jihad is a cause of preserving the might of Islam and Muslims still however that the marriage is the means for the increase in number of the Muslim nation and it is the method producing the people for jihad in order to preserve the lands and to preserve them on Islam and to carry the duty of ubudiyah, slavery to Allah, the Lord of all that exists. And many of the scholars had asserted that accepted the importance of marriage in the preservation of the self from falling into sins and also the benefits and rewards in raising the righteous children the benefits and the rewards in this life and in the next one so therefore the marriage in the next point is the perfect method to preserve the wife and the husband in their chastity so that they don't fall in the illegal and harmful sin of illegal relations of sexual relations and that they don't proceed to fulfill the desire and the need of the desire in ways that are unlawful and are harmful in their consequences and also to provide for both 
enjoyment in each other. And this is something which Allah had made permissible for his slaves. And in the hadith of the Prophet dunya mata'. This life is enjoyment. And the best of its enjoyment is the righteous woman. And it's reported in Sahih Muslim and others. And before that, in the Quran, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala states in Surah An-Nisa, chapter 4, verse 24, speaks about the lawful enjoyment Also forbidden are women. Yeah. All others are lawful, provided you seek them in marriage with dowry from your property, desiring chastity. Not committing illegal sexual intercourse. So give them their dowry as prescribed. But if after uh, a dowry is prescribed, you agree mutually to give more, there is no sin on you. So therefore, this is the, the desired chastity of enjoyment, is a preservation for both, and fulfillment for their needs, sexual needs. Each has this natural drive to fulfill the sexual need and to manifest the fitra, the natural inclination and to attain tranquility for the self and this is necessary for man because Allah created the male and the female and instilled in each one of them the inclination to the other and the one who opposes this natural inclination burdens himself with heavy loads and it is known that when the fitra is opposed and suppressed or or the person attempts to suppress it at the end it will be the one who overcomes the suppressor and the opposer and in many times this the, the the suppression of the natural inclination can lead to destructive consequences in the societies and take the person from the correct natural course to that which is harmful to him and thus harmful to the society at large so therefore the anxiety when a man thinks about a woman and both think about each other the the attempt to handle or deal with this anxiety is not to suppress it so as it leads to explosion and therefore destruction of the individual and the societies on the other hand also it, the means is not to let these desires 
out of control, free, without limit, without any regulation. But the correct way is to have the relation upright such that it fulfills the natural drive and waters it in the right way such that it brings forth the good fruits and doesn't destroy. This means is the means of marriage. So therefore, the path which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has legislated does not is not in opposition and does not oppose the fitra which Allah had created in man but regulates such as to fulfill and produce benefits and in this there is a tuning to man's feelings and physical needs and that's why the people of knowledge in Islam considered it recommendable for the person seeking marriage to intend in this marriage uh, the fulfillment of the sunnah and to the preservation of his deen and also to fulfill his needs from the relation in its physical and emotional and moral aspects. Marriage, and the next point, is the means to perfect the qualities of manhood and the characteristics of manhood as well as the characteristics of the uh, uh, feminine, we can say, uh, hood or womanhood. So, many of the characteristics for each one are perfected under the shade of the marital life. And from that are the noble emotions which each one of them feels towards the other. And from that are the beautiful emotions of parenthood, fatherhood and motherhood, the feelings of care and clemency and kindness. These are noble merits. And from that are the perfections in rights and obligations between both the man and the woman and from that are the responsibilities which each one of them feels towards the other in the framework of the family. Many of the young, the youth, who, are, who act irresponsibly and irrationally, when they get married, this changes to a dignified and responsible behavior and you find them 
changing into real men firm with good way of thinking and decision making through marriage attained through marriage in Islam the noble Quran <coughs> incited the Muslims to get married as in Surah An-Nisa chapter 4 verse 3 قال الله تعالى فانكحوا ما طاب لكم من النساء مثنى وثلاث ورباع then marry other women of your choice two or three or four and the Prophet also incited the marriage as in the hadith we related earlier that the dunya is mata' this life is enjoyment and the best enjoyment in it is the righteous woman and in the in Sahih al-Bukhari and Sahih Muslim from the hadith of Abi Hurairah radiallahu anhu and Rasulullah said a woman is to be married for four things and he mentioned from them her wealth meaning as uh, reasons for getting married wealth status lineage beauty and the deen and he sallallahu alayhi wa sallam the end urged to search for that of the deen the woman that has a deen and that this is the real gain and also he sallallahu alayhi wa sallam urged and incited the men and the youth in particular to get married and he sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said ya ma'ashar al-shabab o young people man istata'a minkum ul-ba'ata falyatazawaj whoever among you is able to marry should marry fa'innahu aghaddu lil-basar wa ahsanu lil-farj wa man lam yistata'a fa'alayhi bil-sawm fa'inna lahu all young people whoever among you is able to marry should marry and whoever is not able to marry is recommended to fast as fasting diminishes his sexual uh, power for desire meaning and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the Most High told us that marriage is from the way of the prophets and messengers. Uh, as Allah stated in Surah Al-Ra'd, chapter 13, verse 38, Ta'ala, وَلَقَدْ أَرْسَلْنَا رُسُلًا مِنْ قَبْلِكَ وَجَعَلْنَا لَهُمْ أَزْوَاجًا وَذُرِّيَّةً And indeed we sent messengers before you Muhammad وسلم, and made for them wives and offspring and Allah the Most High praised 
his slaves whom he described at the end of Surah Al-Furqan who invoke Allah saying as in verse 74 Rabbana hablana min azwajina wa dhurriyatina qurrata a'yun Our Lord bestow on us from our, from our wives and offspring and our offspring who will be the comfort of our eyes and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bestowed his bounty on Zakaria by adjusting his wife to bear a child as in Surah Al-Anbiya chapter 21 verse 90 so we answered his call and we bestowed upon him Yahya and killed his wife to bear a child for him. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told us that from the grace and favors and bounties of Allah which he bestows upon his slaves in Jannat al-Na'im, the Jannat, the, the gardens of bliss in Jannah, is marrying them to the Huris. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala stated in Surah al-Dukhan, verse 54. Allah ta'ala, chapter 44, verse uh, 54 So it will be and we shall marry them to Huris Female fair ones With wide lovely eyes We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from his bounty And also in Surah Al-Baqarah chapter 2 Verse 25 قال الله تعالى وَلَهُمْ فِيهَا أَزْوَاجٌ مُطَهَّرَةٌ وَهُمْ فِيهَا خَالِدُونَ we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from his bounty. In Surah Al-Baqarah, And they shall have therein purified wives, and they will abide therein forever. And In Surah Yasin, verse 56, قال الله تعالى هم وأزواجهم في غلال على الأرائك متكئون We ask Allah Azza wa Jal from His bounty. They and their wives will be in pleasant shade, reclining on thrones. And in paradise, the believers will be accompanied with their wives, believing wives from the wives of this life as Allah stated in Surah Ar-Ra'd chapter 13 verse 23 Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala paradise which they shall enter and also those who acted righteously from among their fathers and their wives and their offspring we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from his favors. 
And we know that the Messenger وسلم, strongly denounced those who wanted to refrain from, from, from marriage. Who, the person who said, I uh, pray all the night, and the other I said, I fast all the year, and I don't break the fast. And the one who, I, who said, I don't, get, I don't marry the woman, and uh, so the Messenger وسلم, uh, responded to them, and he said, I am the most fearing of Allah amongst you, but I fast and I break the fast, and I pray and I rest, and I marry the woman, so anyone who turns away from my sunnah is not from me. As in Sahih Bukhari and in Sahih Muslim. And as reported in Sahih Muslim, that uh, the Prophet ﷺ rejected from Uthman bin Mad'un a tabattul, meaning uh, abandoning of marriage, in order to have full time for worship. And he admonished him to be on a balanced approach. Now, with respect to those who went astray regarding the way of Allah and His creation, then a group of them called for the abandonment of marriage and to stay away from women, and to have tabattul, celibacy. And some of them thought that marriage is something filthy, and impure, an inclination to lusts, and so forth, which is not, or does not suit the honorable man. And they claimed that marriage may turn the person away from his Lord. And that's why the Christian worshippers claim that the the perfect or ideal man is the one who abandons marriage. And that the ideal woman is the one who uh, abandons marriage and uh, goes for monstrosism. And we know that uh, some of the companions, uh, when they thought about that, the Prophet ﷺ returned them to the course, to the right course, and admonished them and uh, warned them from taking this path of abandonment of marriage for the sake of full worship. And they adhered, radiallahu anhum. Others went to the position that marriage is something evil. Why? Because they said marriage leads to uh, existence of man. And the existence of man uh, leads only to that which is uh, catastrophic and painful hardships and worries and, and the like 
And these people claim that the entire existence, human existence, is evil. And that non-existence is better than existence. These people forgot. These people forgot the, the purpose for their existence on the face of the earth. They forgot the wisdom behind their existence. Still another group who diverted or went astray from the truth path, from the path of the truth, are the callers of libertinism in terms of relations between man and woman, open, without any regulations or controls, without limits. No restrictions. Those or these or those people are the ones who claim that marriage is something of the past, old, not fitting, and they call for the liberation, for for human liberation from this ancient, old, unsuitable relation and this was carried in the beginning by or it was carried by the uh, some of the communists and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala removed their contemporary authority uh, just as he took out that of the Magian mystic authority who called for the same uh, astray path regarding marriage and family. But this libertinism in terms of this relationship is not limited to that. And the Christian world uh, in many parts of it still under the heavy toll of libertinism destroying families and values and individuals and societies spreading mischief in the name of liberty and nowadays more and more men and women are realizing the impact of this liberalism, liberalism in terms of relations, hardships, difficulties, uh, severed relations in, 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 at home, uh, new diseases, killing diseases, incurable abandoned children millions are suffering from the consequences of this thinking liberalism has its share in this uh, deep attachment to materialism 
and suppression of feelings. Everyone who has a sound intellect would reject this practice of unrestricted so-called freedom in relations between men and women. But as to those who are overtaken and overwhelmed by their desires, then it is hard for them to see the terrible consequences until perhaps when they fall in it and it becomes too late then they will go to regret out of this of these societies that went into this track of liberalism liberalism, we see a coming to Islam alhamdulillah valuing and treasuring the principles of knowing our purpose of existence on earth and the Islamic values regarding the family and the woman and man's relationship. Marriage and marital relations are not free from difficulties and problems. However, in Islam, it is known that the stronger the attachment of the individual man or woman to the teachings of Islam in terms of the relationship and in terms of fearing Allah, and looking for the hereafter, then the lesser and lesser and the better resolution of any problem that may occur. And the opposite is true. So therefore from this we take a benefit that the individual who is seeking the marriage should learn the rulings regarding marriage in Islam and the rights of the husband upon his wife and her rights upon him. This is a safeguard mechanism for this relationship to grow and be shielded and protected. So therefore, at the end of this introduction, I urge myself and everyone uh, to learn their deen in terms of the relations in marriage between the husband and the wife, and to learn concerning what preserves this marriage and makes it standing on firm grounds and if faced by difficulties then 
the solutions are found when good intentions exist. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to strengthen the ummah in terms of its preservation of the objectives of marriage and to give us the insight to handle the marital relationships in the perspective of the objective of our existence on earth Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen Wassallallahu ala nabiyyina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallama tasliman kathira